Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are we doing? I grew up in a church where old ladies would catch the spirit. They would run the aisles as someone was preaching. They would yell out. So do this with me. We're going to practice because silence belongs in a grave. Amen. I want you to say preach. Say amen. Amen. Say come on somebody. If you feel the need to run, be my guest. Amen. Is Ryan Taylor here? Ryan Taylor's probably not here. But like two years ago, uh, I've been walking with a limp, a very slight limp my my entire life. My leg, my left leg was shorter than my right leg and it grew out. And as soon as I got healed, I ran like three laps around this building. I I want that to be like today in Jesus' name. Amen. You can throw stuff. Just make sure it's green and soft, a.k.a. money. I'm just kidding. Uh, Yeah. Babe, make sure that $20 that's on the seat, make sure you give to Luke and Kaylin, because I forgot. Anyway, um, let's give it up for Luke and Kaylin one more time. I'm so excited for you guys, but I feel like I move here, and then everyone moves away from me. No, I know... God has a calling on everyone's life. I won't be selfish, but best believe that I'm coming a lot to Texas to eat ribs and to visit in Jesus' name. I want to talk to you guys about the jealousy of God. Say amen. Amen. The jealousy of God. Yes, Pastor Jonathan is getting it. The jealousy of God is one of his most important characteristics. The jealousy of God will do so many things in your life if you will let it. I'm a recently married man. If I see another dude try to talk to my wife, oh, heck no. <laughs> How much more God? Amen? We're going to have some, my, pers- my entire demeanor and personality will morph in one second. You see, the word jealousy means this, intolerant of unfaithfulness or rivalry. There's a few stories, they're kind of funny, I want to share with you about jealousy, but this is the human jealousy. There's a guy in Asia who had a girlfriend and he broke up with her. I'm not sure how long the relationship was, but all I know is that he was done with her. So he goes out, he puts his... uh, his uh, cast in the sea, and he finds another girl. He's dating this girl. But his ex-girl was crazy. Say crazy. She would stalk him. So one day she found him and his current girlfriend at the lake, and she shows up. She can't swim. But she knows that this guy has a good heart, so she jumps in the lake, and she's like low-key drowning, and she says, save me, save me. His new girlfriend was so Jealous, say jealous. She jumped in the lake as well. So he had a decision. Just like many of you here today will have a decision. He had a decision. And guess which one he saved? His new one. He's smart. You know, the other one got saved. She didn't drown. All is good. But he said this new one because there's a reason he broke up with his old one. Amen. There was a guy in Zimbabwe who his girlfriend broke up with him and he was so jealous. Say jealous. He didn't want her to date other guys. So he, as any sensible young man would, he took his pillow, propped it up right in front of her house, 
and he slept there for weeks to deter her from finding any new love. Crazy. What? But he was jealous. And there's also a British man who every time he left his house, his girlfriend made him take a lie detector test. I don't know if that's jealousy or that's just craziness. Can I get an amen? You see, Exodus 34, 14, I'm not sure if these are on the screen, but it says this. Do not, or excuse me, what if I told you that jealousy is not always bad? What if I actually told you that God is jealous? Exodus 34, 14 says this. Do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is jealous. Say name. His name is jealous, is a jealous God. You see, it's one of his most important characteristics because without jealousy, you don't actually know God. If you have an experience with him, you know that he wants everything or he wants nothing. He says in Revelations, I that you were hot or cold or I would spit you out of my mouth. We have too many lukewarm Christians in America. Maybe it's because they don't know how much they're actually wanted by God. Matthew Henry's commentary says this about Exodus 34, 14. As tender in the matters of his worship as the husband is the honor of the marriage bed. Where are my husbands at? Ooh, I, I'm not even going to say it. You guys would tr- totally transform if another man came after your wife. Deuteronomy 4, 24 says this. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire. Say Consuming. A jealous God. I asked this first service. I'm going to ask again. When have you ever seen something that's been half on fire? You ever seen something that's half on fire? Like, like half, 50% of it is burning and the other 50% is unaffected. It doesn't happen. So why are there so many Christians that profess the name of Jesus, yet they're not burning? Say Jealousy. 2 Corinthians 11, we see Paul has godly jealousy over his disciples. He says this, For I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy, since I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. How many of you know what the Great Commission is? Just wave your hand if you know what the Great Commission is. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to all nations, and make disciples, say disciples, of all nations. You want to experience godly jealousy? Make a disciple. I'm going to say it one more time because I don't think you heard me. You want to experience godly jealousy? Make a disciple. We can ask Scott and Jay. When you raise someone up, you, you present the word of God to them, and then you begin to disciple them, and then they text you and say, oh, I can't make it to church today. I overslept. I can't make it to church today because I got a girlfriend. Say jealousy. You see, there's some of us that we don't fully know the extent of God's jealousy because we have not taken the gospel and given it to someone else to raise them up. But I believe that a change is coming. Even Moses burned with godly jealousy in Exodus 32 when he had his encounter with God on the mountain. He received the law of God, the Ten Commandments, on two tablets of stone. He was there for 40 days. He, did, 40 days. he didn't eat. He didn't drink. He experienced God in a cloud himself. He comes down, and the Israelites, in 40 days, already made idols. How long does it take you to be out of the presence of God before you make an idol in your life? That's why we need a daily encounter, because I know that I am weak. If I go a week without his presence, there's an idol in my life somewhere. 
Come on, somebody. Thank you, Herb. The difference between God's jealousy and human jealousy is that God's jelly, God's jealousy, God's jelly, it's for your benefit. Say it's for my benefit. I imagine that a conversation between Aquafina and Folgers would go something like this. Aquafina goes, Folgers, I just don't get it. Humans' lives would be so much better if they just drank more of me. Why don't they just drink me? If they drank more of me, it would help them keep their weight down. Amen. It would energize their muscles. It would keep their skin firm. It would strengthen their kidneys to improve waste removal. Get a little sip real quick. And most importantly, it would help stop constipation. Ooh, Jesus. Behold, I do a new thing. Can I get an amen, somebody? <laughs> Folgers would say this. You're 100% right, Aquafina. And I hope they never discover that. Because if they do, I will be ran right out of business. You see, God is like water in this story. He's jealous for your benefit. The next time you drink a cup of coffee and you have a water bottle in your car, I want you to imagine it with a frowny face. Did you actually know that for every cup of coffee, you have to drink four cups of water to make up for it? Oh, that'll preach. Jesus shows this in Matthew 23, verse 37. He says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, but you were not willing. Even Jesus is jealous. Jesus is jealous for you because he knows he is everything you need. Say it one more time, just in case someone didn't hear me. Jesus is jealous for you because he knows that you are everything. He is everything that you need. Jeremiah 2.13 says this. For my people, say my people. You see, so often we want to go save a world, right, as we should, but sometimes we need to save ourselves. He says, my people have done two forsaken things. They have forsaken me, the fountain of life-giving water, and they have built for themselves cisterns or wells that don't hold water. How often is it that when I wake up, I get on Instagram, I get on Facebook, I start playing chess on my phone, instead of getting into the presence of Almighty God, who would fill me with everything I need for that day? How often, instead of going to the one who is joy himself, do I try to get joy from the amount of Instagram likes on my account? But God's doing a new thing. He's jealous. You see, he knows this, that he, the, these descriptions will show you how all-encompassing, how all-fulfilling he is. He's the bread of life. He's the prince of peace. He's the good shepherd. He's the light of the world. He's the bright and morning star. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's the one that will put in you rivers of living water. He knows that he is all you need. I love to play basketball. And one time in Nashville, Tennessee, I don't know why I woke up this early, probably just because I love basketball. I went to play basketball at 6 a.m. with different pastors 
and people um, because they're like the elite crowd. And I have this friend, his name is Addy B. He's a Nigerian guy. He's a 6'2", 250. He played college football at Citadel. Not sure where that's at, but it's a college. And uh, I see him on ESPN, so that must be good. Anyway, this guy, he's choosing the people, right, to, to be on his team. And he walks down this line of us. He's like, all right, I got you. I'll pick you. This is me. Don't say nothing. All right, just skip you. All right, I got you and you. Y'all gonna be on my team. I'm like, all right, fam. That's how you feel? All right, cool. All right, bet. <laughs> say bet. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. I was kind of jealous, but it's okay. So the story is that they get on the court, they win one game, and then they face us. I actually hit the, the game winner step back shot in the guy who didn't pick me's eye. And we proceeded to win two more games. And I didn't say anything to him. But I thought, hey, bro, should have picked me up. You would have won. And God is saying this. Pick me up. Let me get on your team. Let me be the captain because then you will win. Amen? You see, believers, non-believers, people who've been following Jesus for 10 years and people who have not yet made that commitment, you need to know that he loves you. That he desires you so much, he is so jealous for you. That there's nothing that he would ever ask you to do that is not for your benefit. And I want to let you know this, that your quality of life, I'm not talking about your income. I'm talking about from the inside out. Your quality of life depends on how you respond to his jealousy. Matthew Henry's commentary says this, he will by no means endure a rival. He must have your entire affection and adoration. Entire. You see, the Bible says that without holiness, holiness, no one will see the Lord. I'm not a big outdoor guy, but I know that if I try to start a fire with a whole bunch of stuff that's not wood, it's going to burn out very quickly. And in our lives, believers, we need to get holy before God. There's some things that we need to let go of because his fire will not burn on those things because he's jealous. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And there may be people in here who you you don't know Jesus, and that's okay. But I want to tell you that he is the only way to heaven. We are all guilty of sin. We have all have blood on our hands. And because God is a just God, we will not escape his punishment. But he loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, He came as a man. He lived a perfect life. He died a death that he didn't deserve. He was beaten unrecognizable. He died on the cross in my place because the Bible says that his blood atones for our sin. So the death that I deserve, he took my place. And because he died, my old life can die. I can raise again a new creation in Christ, loved of the Father, rejected by men, but accepted by Almighty God. And if you're here this morning and you, don't, you have not yet had that encounter, it is available. It's available by faith. The Bible says that you must believe and then turn to God. You must repent. You must live, uh, leave this direction where you're going, leading your own life, and turn to him. And it says he will accept all those who come to him. He will cast none out. Amen? Yes. Believers, hear me. God is not looking for part-time Sunday lovers. 
He's looking for full-time brides. When I married my wife, we didn't sign a contract to say, on Sundays, we must be seen together. You must wear a ring. And then the rest of the week, you can do whatever the heck you want. So why do we, why there's so many Christians in America? I'm not talking about the promise necessarily. Hear me out. There's so many Christians in America who are part-time lovers, not full-time brides. I'm jealous for those believers to catch the fire. We're about to watch a video. It's one of my favorite uh, gospel artists, musicians. His name is Eddie James. And it's like an interpretive dance thing. And the guy in the video represents Jesus. And the girl represents the body of Christ. And even believers, people who have not yet become believers. And so I want, we're going to watch this, but I want you to, I want, just let your heart, just put your hand on your heart right now. And just say, Jesus. Say it louder. Say, Jesus. Show me how jealous you are for me. It's about three or four minutes long. We had that video ready. I hope that this blesses you. Come on. 
when death can't separate you from my love I'm yours nothing can separate you from my love I'm yours even death can't separate us death can't separate us nothing can separate me nothing can separate me I am yours I'll be with you forever I'll be with you always You're my pride You're my pride I'm yours Everything I have Everything I am Everything I have I'm yours Death can separate us I'm jealous over you. I'm jealous over you. You're the apple of my. You're the apple of my. You're my pride. 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 Oh. Come on, is there anyone here who says, I remember the day when he took me out of darkness to light. When he called my name, he wrote my, wrote my name in the book of life. Come on, stand to your feet. Everyone stand to your feet. Is there anyone here who says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He put a new song in my mouth. The wicked will see it in fear. Is there anyone here? Is there anyone here who says, I thank you so much, God, for what you've done in my life, and I promise not to keep it to myself. Come on, somebody. You see, this is the issue. Christians need to get jealous. Say jealous. We need to get jealous for our coworkers. For our sisters and brothers and family members and classmates that don't know Jesus. Paul said this. He was so jealous for Israel to be saved. He said, I would rather be accursed and cut off from God. He said, pretty much, I would rather go to hell that some other people might know him. What kind of heart did he have? We need to be jealous for people that we walk by. Now, I know that we can't talk to every person that we come in contact with. I'm not the flash. But there are people every single day in my life that are on the highway to destruction apart from God. And they live a life that's subpar where they have depression and anxiety and low self-esteem and suicidal thoughts. And unless a Christian gets jealous and reaches out to them and says, I know the one for whom your soul longs, what will happen to them? We Christians need to be jealous. Say jealous. People's eternity depend on how jealous you get for their eternity. People around you's eternity will be affected by your level of jealousy for them to get into heaven. If you can't say amen, say ouch. Say it one more time. 
We need to get jealous, church. I'm so grateful for what God is doing in my own heart and everywhere that I look. But I'm calling this up and I'm calling myself up. God's jealousy is for our benefit. Our jealousy needs to be for the world's benefit. We all know the worship song, for the sake of the world, light a fire in me. And I want to encourage you that when you spend time with God alone, it's not just for you. It's to take it to the nations and to your neighbors. Amen. I want to give two calls. Even if it's for one person, if you're here and every eye closed, every head bowed. If you're in here and you say, I don't know Jesus yet. I've been to church, but I haven't ever made him Lord of my life. I've never welcomed him to the driver's seat of my life, and I would like to do so. I want to encourage you. You don't have to know everything beforehand. You just have to yield to the fire that is burning within. So if there's anyone here, I just want you to wave at me if there's anyone here that that says, for the first time, I want to make Jesus Lord. Just wave at me. I'll wait. Is there anyone? And my second call is for believers, people who have been walking with Christ. And you say, Jeffrey, I want what you have. I want to burn like you burn. I want to know the jealousy of God, and I want to become jealous for other people to know him. If you say, I haven't done the best in spending time with him on a daily basis, and I want the grace for that, I want you to come to the altar because we want to pray for you. If there's anyone in here that says, I want to be lit fully on fire with the love of Christ beating in my chest so that I can take it to the nations, I can take it to my neighbors, I want to invite you to come to the front. Is there anyone? Come on, young people. Come on, don't hesitate. Come, come, come. If I could get the ministry team and Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Aaron. You see, God will only put a fire where he is welcome. Amen? Amen. And this is not a one-time response. This is, you're saying, I'm going to respond every single day. I'm going to respond to the pull. The Bible says that when you seek, when you, when you say to my soul, seek me, you say, your, your face, I will seek. It's a response to the pulling, to the burning. That is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would show us things that we need to let go of, habits that we need to drop, God. Anything that quenches your fire, I pray that you would shine the light of the Holy Ghost right now, that we would drop it. We would not be like Lot's wife, but we would look straight ahead only to you, God. In Jesus' name, I pray that anyone here that needs to forgive, I pray that you would tug on their heart to forgive, God. Just like we didn't deserve forgiveness, it doesn't matter if the person deserves it, God. You've fully paid it for everyone. And I pray that you would light a fire, God, of your jealousy in their chest, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Light it, God. Let them respond to the fire. I pray that they would have grace to abide in you, God. And to always be aware of your presence. Wherever there's been blockages and confusion, I bind it in Jesus' name. 
Father, I pray that your fire would be so contagious. Like Jeremiah, we would say, your word is like a fire shut up in my bones. I have to let it out. In Jesus' name, do it now, God. Do it now. Do it now, God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for encounter after encounter after encounter. Your eyes are fire because you are jealous, God. And I pray that every single morning and night and during the day, God, that when these look to you, they would see you looking back. There's a writer who said that when the eyes of he- the, the uh, interior eyes, my eyes looking up, meet the eyes of heaven looking down, then heaven has begun on the earth. And I want to tell you from his church that he's jealous for you. He's always looking for your attention. Will you yield to the fire? Will you yield? And everybody said, 